ladies, welcome to the Created Woman Podcast, where faith meets fashion. This show is for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs. And of course, fashionistas, I want to help you discover your God-sized dream and purpose. Because as created women, we are called to create for the good of others. So let's take the journey together. This is the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time with us, I am so glad you found us because today you are in for a special treat. Here at Creative Woman, we love talking about all things faith and fashion and helping you become the woman you are created to be inside and out. So it's only fitting that our last show before our summer break is with Nicole Caruso, who just wrote her first book called Worthy of Wearing, and it's all about faith and fashion. I can't wait for you to hear her story, but before we sign off for a couple of months, I wanted to leave you with a little encouragement. 10 years ago, I had this crazy dream to launch a blog for women called Created Woman. I share the backstory on the last episode, number 42, but after talking with Nicole, I was reminded just how far we've come all because of one yes. That one yes to simply start a blog has led to hundreds of yeses for me and for a lot of other women too. And it reminded me of the book by Bruce Wilkinson called The Dream Giver. Now, if you've read this book, then you know. If you haven't, well, then first, you need to go get the book along with Nicole's new book right after this show. But I remember the moment a few years ago sitting in my friend's office when I began to tell her that I felt like God was giving me a dream back. As I shared in the last show, I had given up my dreams of fashion and a career I had started so that I could go work for my church, something I never dreamed of. Then after years of not being able to even touch fashion, I felt the Lord call me back, but it looked really different this time. As I sat in my friend's office, she handed me the book, The Dream Giver. With excitement and wonder, I dove into the book and finished it very quickly. It's a small book, so it wasn't hard, but it was a book that would change me forever. The book follows the journey of a man whose name is Ordinary, who has an extraordinary dream. But somewhere along the way, God takes it away from him because the dream had gotten off track. Muddy, selfish, routine, maybe he even lost his passion. But then one day, after Ordinary had taken a very long journey, the dream that he had had as a young man was handed back to him. But this time, it looked different. It was shiny, full of purpose, and it served people instead of himself. So today, as we head into the sunset of summer, I want to encourage you to revisit those dreams that may have become stale over the past few months or maybe the past few years. And just as Nicole will share today, you are God's creative work, and he wants to be creative through you, too. You were born on purpose and for a purpose. You are an ambassador of Christ, created in God's image. You are valued, loved, and worthy. And the world needs whatever dream God has put in your heart to share with others, because if you don't, something important won't happen. So on that note, 
I'm honored to introduce to you Nicole Caruso, who has a passion for women, too, that she writes about in her new book, Worthy of Wearing, which is both a reminder and evidence that God, the author of life, is the creator of beauty. Enjoy. Hello, Nicole. Hi. (laughs) We made it. I mean, I just feel like we need to give our listeners a little bit of background that we've been trying this for 10 minutes already. Yes. And we did it. (laughs) We did it. And I guess it's going to be an amazing show because we fought (laughs) from time zone issues to technical issues. We're here. I'm just so glad, you know, sometimes the best things come from those little, those little annoyances at the very beginning. So I'm excited for our chat today. I think that's the world we live in right now. All the technology things. Mm -hmm. So I have to tell you first off, before we even dive in that this is the first time we've met, we've talked, but I've been reading your book and I feel like we're going to be friends. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm so excited. And I don't know how much you know about a creative woman, the things we do, but we are all about faith and fashion. And that is who you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that we get to connect how, how I just want to dive in so much and how you got to this journey, because this is the question we get asked all the time. And we're just going to start here. Um, how does faith and fashion go together? You know, <laughs> I've been trying to talk about this for years and I feel like now with, with my book, it, it all comes together in one big uh, story, but Gosh, um, they seem diametrically opposed, don't they? Like we've got the fashion world, we've got the faith Mm -hmm. world. We're trying to, you know, um, live a life of virtue. We're trying to be good people and live Christian values. And then the fashion industry is so theatrical. It seems so Mm -hmm. materialistic. Um, But after working in fashion and after really truly pursuing a life of faith, um, after kind of coming to know my faith better in high school, I saw that, you know, the way that we dress is so important because it dignifies us as human beings. It expresses our creativity, expresses our story, our personality, and that is all God given. You know, we're made in God's image and likeness. So it it just, it can be a beautiful expression um, as long as what we're wearing does not detract from that dignity. Yeah. So we just jumped right into it, but I didn't give you a chance to introduce you. So why don't you tell everybody who you are and why we're doing this show? Cause I'm, ex- okay. I'm excited. I am too. So I, my name is Nicole Caruso. Um, I'm a makeup artist by trade. I've worked in the fashion industry in New York city. I'm a mother of three. I homeschool my oldest and we live outside of Washington DC. And I most recently just wrote my first book called worthy of wearing, uh, which really started as like a bunch of us girls on social media talking about how we wanted to start wearing things that made us feel good Mm -hmm. and lifted the mood and gave us a little bit of confidence. And it really turned into this greater conversation about our mission, our life's purpose, um, how we can use style to express ourselves. So it's um, been a beautiful journey. Yeah. I feel like and, it, and maybe this is the world we live in, the circle of faith and fashion that I really ha- have seen over the past few years, how God is really moving through women in this idea of that one, our faith is not in a box, but also that our beauty is so important in the, in the sense of reflecting who he is. And, Absolutely. And, and I just have to say, one of the things that stood out to me, and I just want you to dive deeper into this is that you talk about that is that God is the creator and we are his reflection. And I'm probably condensing that because your book is, has so many 
beautiful themes. Um, but I just, tell me about that journey. And because I, I feel like, not feel like we know that fashion and style, especially in the Christian world can sometimes look, feel frivolous. So tell me that, that journey of how God took you from NYC, New York city, fashion world, fashion shows, and how you could, you could use it for his glory. I think when I, I had the greater realization, um, actually working in, in makeup and sitting, you know, you're so close, literally, you're having this intimate moment with a woman when you're doing her makeup, where you're just face to face, where I started to notice that through conversations about lipstick and skincare, there was something always much deeper going on, whether it was an insecurity, whether it was a wound of shame, a, a, you know, a fear about wearing a certain shade of lipstick and where that came from. And so that was kind of in the back of my mind while I was jumping into the fashion industry that, that women, um, it, you know, we, we may enjoy a beautiful shade of lipstick. We may enjoy a great pair of shoes. Um, but sometimes we don't feel worthy of that. Mm -hmm. Um, we feel that it's for someone else. It's for a different day. It's for an occasion that we have to go to. And then the day to day, you know, is, you know, we shouldn't be worried about that. It, it is a frivolous thing. And I think one thing that I noticed in my journey of becoming a mother, um, was that when I didn't take care of my physical body, I felt so run down. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had nothing left to give. And ultimately I got so burnt out um, that it was just like one of those rock bottom moments where you're like, I can go two ways here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I can either, sure. you know, jump in and, you know, have a little more zeal and zest for my life and be more present to my family by making some small changes or I'm just going to run myself so far into the ground that, you know, truly I'm, I'm not going to be living the life God mm -hmm. has called me to. So I think in yeah. that is where I started to see, okay, there's something here. And then of course, when you talk about it with your girlfriends and they're like the resounding yes happens, yeah. um, that's where, you know, okay, there's something to this. Yeah. I, I mean, I obviously, I'm going to agree with everything you say. This is like my jam. I, uh, when I was reading your book and I just encourage everybody to get it because, and I'm going to get it. I got the PDF. So I've been reading, like, I, I have an underliner. So I'm like, I, I got to stop reading the PDF. I just need to go get it. So I can make notes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be a Kindle reader, but um, I, I just feel like there is this, when you bring the two together of value and worth and, and when women know, I, and I think that's been stripped from, from, from women over the generations I mean, everybody has their thing that's been ripped from them. And, and that's where the stigma I think comes from with fashion. And I took that same journey working in the fashion industry. And I also worked at Saks Fifth Avenue, like you mentioned. Wow. And, <laughs> and then I uh, went into ministry at my church. And there's, that's where the paradigm shift was for me, where I saw there were women that loved Jesus in the church world, served tirelessly, knew the Bible but then didn't take care of themselves and didn't know they were valuable and worth it. Or on the flip side at sex was seeing all these women spending thousands of dollars to look a certain way, but their hearts were broken. Um, no, not everybody. Of course that was, that's, uh, you know, that's a generalization. So when, if as, as women of faith that are listening to this and they're like, I hear you, but I don't know how to start the journey. Where do they start the journey? 
Well, I, I truly believe it's taking it to prayer. It's like, Lord, mm-hmm. what, what is the purpose you made me for? Um, what are my gifts and talents and how do you see me? Like, let him gaze at you and accept yeah. that gaze, you know, and truly know how, how deeply loved you are, because that is what helps us grow in this relationship with him as our father, that we are his daughters. And through that relationship that we cultivate as his daughters, I think that's where we discover our true femininity, mm. our true gifts and, and that calling that he made us for, because it's so easy to listen to those negative voices that say, you're never going to be X. You're never going to be as beautiful. You're never going to be as successful. You haven't done this and this, you don't deserve this. And I feel like that's just, those are lies. Those are lies Mm. that keep us hidden. They keep us from not using our gifts. They, um, and, and essentially what that does is take away this beauty that we could add to the world to build God's kingdom on earth, you know? Yeah. I, I love what you said that we accept his gaze that just in that right there, you can sit and just meditate on for so long that he, regardless of what we're wearing, we are beautiful. Yes. And he just looks at us. How have you seen with the women that you might work with or your friends or people that are reading your book, the feedback when they, how have you seen the women that have a lack of identity and value, how does it affect their purpose? You know, I, I think it just, it, it prevents them from stepping out and taking a risk. Mm. And a lot of times God asks us to take a risk. And sometimes that risk is our pride of like, you may not feel like you got this, but he's got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just have to be that vessel. You know, yeah. we have to be that reflection of him. And sometimes it does take a small step, like, throwing on a beautiful dress and heading to that interview that you're scared to death to go on Mm -hmm. or that double, you know, that blind date that you're scared to death to go on. You just don't know what could happen, you know, Mm -hmm. and and God has beautiful things in store for all of us. So, you know, yes. Are we beautiful without a stitch of makeup, without one fancy item? Yes, we are. We have to accept that and truly believe that. And sometimes Mm -hmm. just believe that by reminding ourselves, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I love to talk about not wearing makeup for, a, you know, one day a week, let your skin breathe, <laughs> see yourself in the mirror as you are. That is the beautiful face that God gave you. He loves you. He values you and you are set apart. You know, yeah. we are truly set apart. Um, and the clothing, the fun shoes, the things that make us feel a little bit of delight and joy. That's just extra, you know, it's the definition of extra. (laughs) Yeah. I talk about all the time, how your clothes are really just a reflection of who you are on the inside Mm -hmm. and what you are and who you are on the inside is what God created. And so how are we showing up as ambassadors of Christ and, and being relevant to where he's called you to. And I feel like there's more women like you rising up to send this message. And so I just wonder in this culture of keeping up and Instagram and all the things that we're inundated with, how, how do you stay relevant with what is relevant, I guess is the best word I could, and still be aligned with who you are? Well, yeah, it takes an immense um, self-awareness to not be mm-hmm. swayed by trends, to not be swayed by, you know, oh, by the way, you know, skinny jeans and, mi- <laughs> and sidebars are, are out. 
what was the debate just recently? Side part and middle part? Like, what? Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. We're, you know, don't, if a 15 year old tells you you can't wear skinny jeans, I think we need to examine that a little more. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, true style is timeless and mm-hmm. we can be so authentically stylish. I mean, you look at people like Iris Apfel. I mean, oh, this woman, she is just, she does not change with the time. She's been wearing those bangles since she was in her twenties, you know, I and I just love her. So it's just, let's just reference who she is right there for some people okay. to know, because there might be a lot of people that don't know who she is. I just discovered her two years ago and I'm a huge fan, but tell everybody who she is. So she is just this, she's this woman now, I believe she's in her she's 80s, like 95, 90s. Yeah. I, I mean, think. goodness me. Cause her and husband died just... at a hundred years old a year ago. Right. Yeah. So she <laughs> is definitely living a very full long life. Yeah. Um, she's worked in the fashion industry. She's worked in uh, the white house. I think she was doing florals she... for the white house oh. back in the day. I mean, she is someone, her book is really, really fun. It's called accidental icon. Um, it talks all about her life and her beautiful marriage. She and her husband were so in love and just, it's Mm -hmm. such an inspiring story, but she's this woman who you may recognize. I think she was in some old Navy commercials a few years ago. She's got the big round glasses, the white Mm -hmm. spiky short hair, arms full of bangles, and she wears color and prints and is so unapologetic about her Mm -hmm. style. And, you know, I I think that our style is an expression of our story and it very Mm -hmm. much is, you know, where have we lived? What, you know, movies do we love? Where have we traveled that's kind of stuck with us? Um, where did we grow up and how did that inform our style or maybe our heritage, you know? Um, and that's something that the trends and the fashion industry cannot change. Now, can we dress in a way that is maybe incorporating a trend or you know, maybe we are going to try that square toe heel that everybody's wearing <laughs> right now and just give it a try. You know, it can be playful. It can be fun. It doesn't have to be so serious. It's, it's so true. You know, it is fun when you just embrace it and, and not care. Just yes. Do you? Yeah. I love how you were saying, and the, you know, I, I don't like a lot when people say, do you girl, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, we can't always do us. Be authentic. <laughs> Be authentic. authentic. Yeah. Um, but I love how you talk about, and I just want you to dive into this, that we should take fashion back. Cause you kind of mentioned when a 15 year old tells us what we should be wearing, or as you talk about in your book, um, how Vogue tells us what's in fashion and and you want us to take it back. What does that look like? Well, it's like, okay, you have to think, we have to go way back to the beginning of Genesis <laughs> in the Bible here. You know, our Lord is the author of life. He is the creator of everything. And so he's the most incredible designer that has ever lived. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And, you know, has, have, does the fashion industry create beautiful things? Yes, but their view of beauty is so skewed and it's so financially driven that, um, you know, it's a business. Yeah. Fashion is a business. It's an industry. And having worked in it, I really got to see um, what that actually looks like on a day-to-day basis. But what we can do, I believe, as Christian women is sort of reclaim style as being something that is inherent to who we are, that it's mm-hmm. God-given, it's an expression of ourselves, which is truly an expression of him. And yeah. um, the fashion industry does not own beauty. It does not own what it means to be a woman. Um, that identity comes from Christ. Yeah, that's so true. I love that. It does not own it. Hey, ladies, it's Kate Suquette. 
I think this is one of my favorite shows talking all about faith and fashion. It's who we are at Created Woman, a leadership ministry with a mission to equip and empower women to be who they are created to be inside and out. One of the ways we bring you faith and fashion every month is through our monthly subscription boxes. And starting July 1st, you, all of our subscribers are getting an upgrade, new packaging, new look, and lots of brand new fashion and monthly devotionals. For those that are new around here and may not know what I'm talking about, you are in for a treat. The Faith and Fashion Subscription Box by Created Woman is designed and curated to get you out of the box and step into your God-sized dream and purpose. Each month is themed around one of our six principles, and we do that twice a year. So if you haven't subscribed yet, right now is the best time since we are starting all over in July with our dreams principle. Inside of your box, you will find an original seven to eight day devotional written by the Created Woman volunteer team, a handpicked seasonal fashion piece that you will love and materials to host your own group of friends that we call Gather Her at Home. Together with your dream launcher friends, you will dive deeper into God's word and learn how to take practical steps into what God is calling you to in this season. And don't worry, to help lead your group, we've made it so easy. Included in each box are conversation cards and a link to a five-minute teaching video. So there's no fuss, just a whole lot of fun. But even if you don't host or go to a group, you will still get a great fashion piece and devotional to help you grow every month in your own faith and fashion box. So go subscribe today. All right, back to our show. You're a mom of three. You're in the trenches. Women listening, we're all in trenches in different stages of life, whether it's work, kids. How do you really balance, or if that's a word, that we can use each season? What, like, walk us through a routine of your day. That's, I love hearing routines, practical, walk it out, how we can do this on a day-to-day when you have a diaper-changing mom. Yes. Yeah, so I, I wake up, I get the coffee going and, um, I pray and my, I have my kids sit on the floor with little books and, or I read the prayers out loud so that they can listen in. Cause it's usually scripture or Psalms or something. And that's been wonderful. And then after that, I will make them breakfast. And while they're making breakfast, while I'm, while I'm making it or while they're eating it, I will throw on a YouTube video of um, a praise and worship song of um, the rosary, a prayer, and I will run to my closet and get dressed (laughs) or just throw on some skincare and brush my hair, brush my teeth. And, you know, depending on what's going on and how quickly they need me to come back. Um, But I'm, you know, I'm 20 feet away and I can at least just throw on some clothes. And I find that those, those few minutes of just coffee, prayer, and getting dressed, it really Mm -hmm. fuels my day so I can be much more present to them. Mm -hmm. Whereas the days that like, you know, somebody's got an exploded diaper, somebody, you know, (laughs) has an accident, whatever, and you have to just get up out of bed and like run to whatever the thing is. Then um, if I don't take the time, even if it's at three o'clock in the afternoon, I feel so different. I feel like, woe is me. My life is happening to me. I have no control. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you go into like this despair because Mm -hmm. you're still in your pajamas from the day before. So, um, even if it's three o'clock in the afternoon, I will, you know, pop the kids in front of a quick TV show and I will get dressed, make myself a cup of tea, like reset. Mm -hmm. Um, there's this phrase in Latin called nunc cepi, and it means now I begin. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I have to begin again 
all the time, but it's a wonderful reminder for me that, you know what, it might not be a new calendar week. It might not be a new day. I'm going to begin again right now. That's really good. So you just launched your book this week. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Tell us about it. Where can we find it? And what is your goal with this book? What do you feel like God is going to do through you with this whole process? So yes, Worthy of Wearing launched this week. They can find it either through the publisher, which is sophiainstitutepress.com slash wow, or they can look on Amazon. And my dream for this book um, is that women will see it and know that they can pursue a life of faith and still be a modern, relevant woman, that they are deeply loved by God and that they have special gifts that he has chosen that he wants to use for his glory. And, you know, we can live a beautiful life and not wait for another day to wear that pretty top or to use that China from our grandmother. Um, We're worthy of it right now. And um, it's really a a mindset that I hope can apply to all parts of their life because life is so short. And I think after last year, we see that we Mm -hmm. see that, you know, we have to celebrate the little things um, and really model this for the next generation. Let's teach yeah. our kids what it what it means to have a little tea party in the afternoon or to just wear something for the simple delight that it brings you joy. Yeah, that's really amazing. And I feel like this is just the beginning for you. Like it's, you've had, it's almost like, and I think everybody goes through this. You have your first season of life and your second season and you're launching this second season in such a way that is beautiful taking season one and with this book, but I know there's more. And so I, I just want to hear what types of things do you see in the future for you and for where the, I mean, you have a whole platform. Mm-hmm. What do you see coming out of all this? You know, I would love to really expand this as a ministry and create a space, um, whether it's workshops or events where women can come and feel very pampered and also you know, physically and and spiritually too, um, really get some, be edified by learning and going deeper diving into the scriptural basis of this, into understanding their calling and their mission and really making maybe a weekend of it. You know, I think that would be really beautiful Mm -hmm. and, and practical, giving them some practical tips in person. Um, it's so, you know, it's one thing to read a book and flip Mm -hmm. through. It's another thing to attend something and kind of grow a community, create friendships and, um, and really kind of band together because this entire, the entire reason for this book is because, you know, a girlfriend and, and her friend and her sister and her cousin all said, oh my gosh, I feel the same way, you know? And isn't that how things mm-hmm. start, right? Mm-hmm. Like we join together. So, um, and you know, it, it's fun to dream. It's fun to dream about mm-hmm. the other things that could come from this. Uh, I don't know exactly, but I'm just open to wherever God's taking it. Do you ever see yourself getting back into the fashion world? I've thought about ministry? it. I've <laughs> thought about it. I'm, I'm not sure what it would look like, of course, because I'm raising little people right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, God asked me to write a book in the middle of a pandemic. So I don't know what he has in mind for me. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, he's, he's so faithful. So, uh, you know, I'm, I just want to. I want women to feel that that they are truly loved. That is the basis of everything. That's beautiful. Well, we're cheering for you for sure over here at Creative Woman. We love all things faith and fashion. So glad that we got connected. And so before we go, I just want to end with this one last question. Just finish the statement. I was created to. 
inspire women to invest in their self-worth. It's beautiful. Thank you, Nicole. This was so amazing. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to talk with you. You too. You're super inspirational and we're going to be following you for a really long time. All right. That's our show for today. Go check out the show notes on how to subscribe. And don't forget, we will miss sharing our stories with you guys, but we aren't going anywhere. We're just taking a short break for summer. We're super easy to find over on Insta at Created Woman. So go give us a follow. Bye, y'all.